Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got a long distance conundrum and some diabetes on the mind. Check it out, enjoy, share with friends. Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jared Freed coming to you live from New York City's Harlem. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. We're back. We're New Year. We got the whole crowd here. Shelby's here. New Year. New Year. Same Shelb. Same Shelb. He's back. Are you turned up? I feel like you're low. How am I now? No, oh, you're good. Nice. Silky smooth. How was your New Year? Pretty good. Pretty good. Very chill. The same Shelby. Not too high, not too low. Right in that middle. Baby. Right, right, in that, right in that meaty middle. Did you do anything special for New Year's? Just, uh, drank, fucked off. Same things. Drank and fucked off. Boy, yep. Shelby, you, you don't give us much, but you give us just enough. I know. And I like that about you. So we're back here. Wait. At, at, what's that? I have a surprise. You do? Yeah. You always got stuff up your sleeve. Let's hear it. It's 2019. Yep. We got the show, you know, it's cooking. We're going to bring in new things. Yeah, we got new things. But I want to address some old things. Hold on. Okay. Maybe make I need them. to let the audience know Shelby is excited. I've never seen him so jacked up. Go on. Through the roof. Through. <laughs> What's one thing you're always harping on? Uh, I talk a lot about. Um, dating on this show. I talk a lot about you know food, working out. Very specific though. Uh, my my hate of paper straws. Hold on. Oh shit! I have a solution. A solution. Close your eyes. Okay, eyes are closed. This is very bad for radio, but go on. Okay, um, my eyes are closed. Open our guest is open waiting. Open those eyes. Oh my god. Look at that. This is what a gift. I got to let the audience know. I'll put it up. It is a straw that is fashioned with the name J Train on it. So it's like one of those straws. How did you get this? So it's a straw for the listeners at home. This is a straw for the studio audience. I'm holding it up for them. They're going crazy right now. Um, it is a straw. That literally says J-Train. All your problems are solved. Everything's solved. So I could sip my water. This could kill the biggest turtle. Oh, yeah. I love it. Shelby, what a gift. This is amazing. We gotta, I'll, I'll do, we'll, we'll post the picture of me sipping from the straw as a part of what the post for this episode. Absolutely. We got to do it. I mean, this is in a red and green one, Christmas colors. Shelby, what a gift. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. I, uh, You're preach. Well, th this is unbelievable. I, I'm, I'm genuinely touched by this. I'm glad. This is amazing. I don't even know what to say. This is a surprise. This is a, you know, the audience doesn't know this at home. I, he, I, had, I, he had no idea. No idea. Shelby, thank you. We're happy to have you for another year here on the J Train Podcast. This is uh, we quite... We re-upped my contract we, for one year. Right now. We did it today. Yeah. This, I'm signing it with the straw. 
the J train straw. We'll revisit it next January. We'll revisit it next January. Yo, listen, no job is safe here. My job isn't safe. The people upstairs could fire me any day. We could get another guy in here. Yeah, there could be another guy named Jason doing the J train. But we can find there's plenty of J names out there. J Nog, the J- previous guest. J Nog. <laughs> Shelby's already thought of replacements. Well, I'm very excited about this year. Um, uh, Shelby is pumped. I'm pumped. I'm excited to have today's guest. A new. We start off fresh. We bring you new comics right away. Vladimir Camano, thank you for coming. Vlad, thank you for coming on. Yeah, baby, yeah. It's great. Yeah, man. Guest yeah. alert. Hell oh, yeah. I, I can't believe this didn't happen sooner. I, I'm happy you're here. What's going on? Pull the mic to your face. Okay, great, you know, man. Give it great, to, man. How's it going? Uh-oh. Guest uh, chiming in early. <laughs> this, okay, well, we don't have one for the not holding the mic right, but wh- what's going on, buddy? Nothing. Just happy to be here, man. I'm in town from L.A. for two months now. Now, you live in L.A. I now, now I've known you for a long time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're a New York comic. Yeah. But then I think, like, maybe I don't know the story yeah. correctly, yeah. but, like, early on, someone was like, we're making a sitcom. I was about eight years in. Sorry, I was about eight years in. Yeah, and uh, or maybe early on for me, like I was early on, but like you were around, and then I was right. like, and then it was just like, yeah, he was woof. He was he was just swooped off to L.A. I got new faces in 2015. Okay, and uh, yeah, everything happened from there, man. I got to deal with Warner Brothers. I shot a pilot for NBC. Shit. Um, this is like the old schools for the people. This isn't like a yeah. we don't do like comedy talk here, but. For the people at home, like New Faces is is a show in Montreal, the Montreal Comedy. You Festival. did it in twenty seventeen. I did it twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen, yeah. Um, my sitcoms yet to be made, <laughs> but they, <laughs> what they say to you is back in the day, everyone talks about. <laughs> thank you, crowd. Uh, they say back in the day, everyone who went into New Faces, they like a big Jew with a big pen would come up and be like, "Here's your money. You're great, kid. You're great, you got kid. Talent. Go to L.A. <laughs> you're, and, you're, you're finished." And then what happens is, and this happens in a lot of things, especially if you're in college, graduating, or if you're like 23, 24. Everyone that goes to work, the minute you enter the the quote unquote real world, there's some asshole that has to let you know that you just missed the good years by a year. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Yes, one hundred percent. It's like it's like when you leave your college, like you get back and there's like a new gym, new <laughs> new everything. Yes. You know, there's a new dorm, there's better food. Or the seniors, when you get to the college, the seniors are like, yeah, they're really cracking down now. It's over. When we first got here, oh, I mean, we used was, to really party. You know but what I'm now, saying? But yeah. now they, they they arrest you for tea. Yeah. you can't drink tea after eleven. <laughs> no tea on campus. <laughs> That's the thing. So you. It happens in every industry. I, I, I sold life insurance. Everyone was like, back in the day, they, they'd come here with strippers every day and over Christmas. And you'd be like, no, they didn't. No, they didn't. <laughs> everything everything used to be bigger, stronger, faster. But then... It, the well, country yeah. used to be better. Let's go back to the good days. Yeah, you know, like yeah, everything, yeah. everything was better. Everything was always better. But then what you realize is that that's just what people say because getting old sucks. Also, I'm not going to pity you for that. People want pity for that. Like, oh, I'm so sorry things were better back in the day. I'm so sorry about yeah. that. Let me give you a hug. No, man, get out of here. I'm not giving you pity. Fuck. You had your chance. Yeah. You had your <laughs> time. My time will be good, too. Yeah, I'm, have, I'm trying to get my time. Let me get my time. So what a lot of older comics will tell you, they're like, oh, back in the day, they were just giving out money at Montreal. And now you now it doesn't happen. Now it never happens. It's oh, impossible. It's impossible. New faces doesn't matter anymore. But then you go and do it, and mm-hmm. this happens. It happens. So were you like, oh, my God. Like, I mean, you, you um, made a sitcom. 
I was, and also for all of you following or listening right now, go follow uh, Vlad on Instagram at Laughing Vlad. He's hilarious, and the minute you see him do stand up, you're like, you can get right away why someone was right. like, "This is we got to make a Correct. show right now" because you talk about your family a uh-huh, lot. Uh-huh. You talk about like living in the Bronx yes. and all that stuff. So it makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah, man. Thank you for that. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, of course. And so you go out there and you like you make the pilot, and are you in a trailer with sunglasses on? I uh, was on a lot. I was yeah. on a lot, and instead of a trailer, you have a room because it's a multicam. Multicam, for those who don't know, is like the difference of Seinfeld versus Blackish. Okay. Blackish is single cam. Seinfeld is multicam. You're on a set. Three, I like four that cameras. you use Blackish as if I'm like the biggest Blackish fan. <laughs> <laughs> Seinfeld versus Modern Family. It's a very, you know, we exactly, don't know. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm pick an old show. And like a new a, one. The, the Office. It's like Bob Hope, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you know. <laughs> Blackish is the go to. Seinfeld versus uh, The Office. <laughs> right. The Office, the mockumentary style, right? Right, mockumentary, single cam, very fast editing, quick cuts. Mm. They're able to put gags in there. They can do flashbacks. Like, it's very fast. Sure. Multicam is more like Big Bang Theory. You have mm-hmm. a dedicated set, four cameras, and they get yeah. the shot they need right away. And they and they have, like, the live studio audience live, like we right. do I here. I forgot about that, which for a yeah. comic is great. Of course, because then you get the laugh, you get to hear, and you get more into it. The energy is, is the timing there. is there. You can tell the joke worked. If it doesn't work. That's why we put the bleachers in here, and we have the whole audience here. <laughs> Yeah, that's why this place here. is packed. Hey yeah. guys, how you doing? It's Good great. to see you. Thanks for coming out. Hey, yeah. appreciate it. They're appreciate very it. giving audience. Appreciate it. So, were you, did the, the pilot? Did it get picked up? It got. Um, the pilot did not get picked up, unfortunately. But that's what happens. That's this what is happens. Like this is the that's world. What happens, you, man. You know, but were you like, you know, how do you feel when it doesn't? Devastated. Devastated. Devastated, man. Devastated. Because you feel like you feel in your mind. You go, oh my god, I had my shot and it's gone. Mm. I had the shot at millions and it's gone. Well, it's so interesting when you think of it, like when you have it, you know, you think about it. We talk a lot about dating here and I'm relating it to dating because that's what we talk about. But like you, you, you feel like you lost something you never even had. Though. Correct. Because you having the pilot to me is like you did it. Right. You know, but then you get it and you're like, well, I want the next thing. I want the, right. I want it right away, too, because I right. want to recover. I want to redeem myself. Yeah. You want redemption. And and also the other thing is and and to relate this to relationships like I you know I just put out I talked about this on uh, the other podcast the UF podcast but I I put on Instagram uh, a video of my now the girl I'm saying that my girlfriend congrats man uh, yeah, yeah yeah I know the crowd's going crazy but I put a video up and it's like you know the 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 thought of putting something up on Instagram for public consumption you know is like okay. Well, if this doesn't work out, work out now I have to run this back, and it's like for the TV show they do the variety article will be like, you know, Vlad Camano has signed for the pilot, has the deal with Warner Brothers. People see that, and then you got if it doesn't get picked up, you got to run it back. What what happened? Is he okay? What happened? Yeah, is the show not funny? Did sure. He, did he did he not cast it right? What but went wrong? This is what I'm talking about. And the show was great, but the problem is like the politics of television is so. You don't know so, so many variables. It's a different world. It's a different beast, dude. It's like uh, who owns what? Who owns what content? What's there, is there room in the schedule? Is there another yeah. multicam competing with it? It's um, it's like you know we have the I put on ESPN while we're sitting there, but it's like drafting in the NFL. Like why'd they get picked thirtieth? Well, no one needed a, a left tackle. Or one of the teams had to deal with another team, and there was backroom conversation that you weren't even privy to. Yeah, who's the most? You know. Chris Stefano, he's been on this show a couple times. He's a buddy times. of mine, too. Chris yeah, great guy. Yeah, yeah, Chris is the best. And he had similar situation. Uh, yeah, he had called me when he was going through the, this process. Yeah. He knew I went through it, and we, we used the same acting coach. 
Really? He asked about the writing, the casting. He was very, he was very concerned about the casting because you worry about casting authentic people. Mm-hmm. So uh, Chris, uh, same thing, got the pilot deal and yeah. uh, you know shot it, and it didn't go. But that's a, that's kind of what I wanted to ask: is who's the most, who's the person you met that you're like, I can't believe, because I know when Chris was going through it, you know, the people that were coming in an audition. He'd be like, I can't believe this is the person that might be my dad. Yeah. Did you have people come in that you're like, oh my fucking god, I have to text everybody? Um, no, actually, because mine was so specific to the to like uh, the Bronx and yeah. the Dominican community that um, they have a truck full of Dominicans just pull e- up. Yo, pa- you'd be surprised. Past a certain age, there's not many Latino men of that age like they play a dad. Interesting. That if you don't make it past 36 in Hollywood for an actor, for like a male actor Latino, sure. nine out of ten. This is what I heard. Is what I was told. Eight out of ten times, they kind of just fizzle away. So, so they keep they, using the same guys, the Jimmy Smiths, you know, the, sure. the Edward James Almost. Um, so, so what do you? They're just saying that at at that age, they're like, "Fuck it, I we got to go with what we have. We yeah. got to go with the guy that's been in L.A. for a long time. We use him a lot. Mm. This guy's been a, ser- a recurring character on CSI several times. Yeah, you know, <laughs> CSI, he's he's Cuban, right? Yeah, let's yeah. grab him. He's Cuban. Let's grab him. Which is I don't mind, but you want a nice pool to pick from. You sure. Know? So um, when Chris called me, he was struggling with the girlfriend, the girlfriend role. I remember this. Yeah. And he was trying to find the right girl. And because it matters that she at least feels like New York, you know? Yeah. Feels like, like New, New York. York. Also feels like they could. I know that the, the old, you know, the, the joke is the, the hot woman with the doofy guy. Right. But like also looks like they could like each other. Cliche sitcom. right? Yeah. Like, yeah, like he, <laughs> she's too much for him. Like she's out of his league. Yeah. You know. But he could pull it. He could pull it off for yeah. because he's adorable. Yeah, and he's yeah, likable. Yeah. You know like, what I mean? Like, you know, it's a king of queens. He's got dimples, this guy. He's got, oh, you know, we know, you know. We could see it. <laughs> you know what I mean? This guy, this guy's adorable. That's got to be so cool, though. Like, I, 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 I think of it like just the idea of going, swooped away to L.A. Like, And your whole reality's changed. Yeah. People are looking at you as an opportunity. Like, writers are calling you up saying, hey, dude, if you get picked up, I'm a great writer. Here's my packet. People are looking at you as an opportunity, which is a comic from New York just trying to make it. You never feel that way. Well, you know what's funny? Like, you even say, you never feel that way, but you can see it like, like I had a situation, like, I, I relate this to me because, I mean, what's more narcissistic than the No, you have to, though. You have to. You have to do your podcast, But I'm saying, I had a woman, she messaged me, will you do my show? It's a benefit show. Right. When someone says, will you do a benefit show? Now you're like, okay, they don't want to pay you. Is my first thought. Is like, that means you're donating your time. Which, Correct. that's fine. I get how that works. I need stage time. I'd be happy to do a show. And then she goes, will you host it? And I said, I'll do a spot. Like, I'll do the 15 minute. I want to work on material. If I'm going to give my time, I want right. to give it to be worthwhile for right. both parties. Then she goes... Well, will you have the person that's running the person that's in charge of the 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 benefit and of maybe a famous athlete on your podcast? Because she may I guess she might have heard through whatever that this podcast has a couple listeners and she's thinking I, I, I just me, love I love the absurdity of the trade off. Well, if you can't host, can you bring in LeBron James with you? Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> no. She was asking if the, she could maybe get me oh, an she athlete could get, if she can to get. come be a guest. Got on you, here, got you, got which you. means she doesn't have a fucking athlete. She has some dude who wants to come on to promote the fucking benefit to to then let me go on the show. And I was like, I, and and I'm sitting there, and and I I would relate this to what you're talking about is 
I'm sitting there going, I have nothing. All I want to do is just do stand-up. Like, stop bothering me where I have to now be a dick. Because I wrote to her, I go, and she goes, would you have him on as a guest and maybe a fam- famous athlete? And I wrote back, no. I just wrote no. And she goes, I'm sorry, did I offend you? I was like, no, I just want to do stand-up. I just want to do your show. And, and if you don't want me to do it, that's fine, too. Who was, what was the benefit? I'm sorry. Because like I, I don't even know. That matters. If it's she like, canceled it on me a couple days ago. She, she came back and be like, hey, we're going to have to cancel. But if you want to do all of my other shows. And it's like, I don't want to be involved with you. I know you're just trying. You don't think I'm funny. You're just saying, being like, I, there's something I can get from you. Right, it's right, really right, the, right, 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 right. And I know that's ultra sensitive and, and whatever. Maybe she does think I'm funny enough, but she's also like, well, also I'll get on the podcast. You know, like, but I don't, this, this podcast, like, I, I, we have a lot of listeners. We got, we got fans, but I'm not, fu- this isn't Rogan. Right. It's not going to change right. anything right. for you. Like, like Mark Maron or something like that. Yeah, like this massive- isn't, this is there's way bigger, po- like whatever, like, you, do you know what I mean, Shelby? We got listeners though. Plenty, plenty, but we need more. That's why you need to make it your Instagram story. You need to tag a bitch, tag a bitch in the comments of the episode. Maybe something relates to you. I put it on Instagram, uh, and and we're here every Tuesday and Friday. But that's got to be a wild. Experience. No, it's you, all, as, as you get more in this business, you get more. You know, as you, you know, as yourself, you start to realize what you got to say no to. Like you mm-hmm. start to, which is the hard part. What do I say no to? Because when you're first starting out, I got to say yes to everything. Say yes to everything, and I, and all I want to do is get better. And it's like, I always say that, you know, with relationships too, like the most taken advantage of people are the ones acting honestly. Right. So like when, when you're saying like, I just want to get on stage and make this joke better. That's a very honest pursuit. When you're like, I just want to find someone that's cool and fun and cool to hang out with that wants to be maybe my boyfriend or my girlfriend. That's when you're vulnerable to someone being like, well, I can get a blowjob from that. Yeah, because people aren't used to that. I guess they expect the worst, you know? So, like, the fact that that's a genuine sentiment. Like, I'm yeah. genuinely looking for someone cool to spend some totally, time with. Totally, totally. Ge- and and yeah. genuinely looking to do, in, in the other res- uh, respect, genuinely looking to do comedy. Right. Just for the sake of doing comedy. Like, no one can understand that. Especially you're right. when you're from New York. You're like, get out of here. Yeah, get the fuck what's, out. What's the agenda? How much you making? How much scratch you getting from this? Someone asked me, they're like, why do New Yorkers always think they're better than everyone else in every town? I was like... I think we're. I think the fact is, when you go to another town, living in New York, you meet less people looking to fuck you over. Right. So you're like, I could be mayor of this town. I'm a big fish, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a big. I'm a big shark in this goddamn right? town. Right. So Vlad, we're pumped to have you. I'm excited um, to be. Thanks for gonna, having me. We're gonna answer some emails. All of you, go follow at Laughing Vlad on Instagram and Twitter. Super funny. You're gonna love them. We got emails. All the emails, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. We got Shelby here on the ones and twos. We're going to be getting through these. What's that? jtrainpodcast That's right. at gmail.com. That is right. Here we go. This is awesome. Let's do some emails. Let's uh, help some people out. Let's do let's help some people. from long distance to living together. Hey, Jared and guest, I recently started listening to J Train Podcast this year after stumbling upon you up, and I'm a huge fan of both. Wish you would come to Canada for a show. I'll get there. I'll get to Canada because we got a lot. Everybody that listens to this show either lives in Chicago or Canada. Chicago or Canada. Those are the people really writing it. Yeah. Canada, Toronto is a big, Montreal's big, Chicago, San Francisco, L.A., 
Boston. Also, I'm coming to Boston February 28th through March 2nd. Get those tickets now. They're selling quickly. I'm coming to Miami on February 15th, and I'm going to be in St. Louis. St. Louis, that is coming quick, January 17th, for a live J Train podcast. Have you got your St. Louis material ready? I'm ready. A lot of stuff about the arches. Ballpark Village. Ballpark Village, that's right. Eureka. Eureka. How it, how it floods. How it floods. I don't know. I'm just repeating that. How do you know? You got to know, you know a lot about St. Louis? I lived there for five years. Five what? years. Wow. Why don't you get on that Twitter and start letting the people know? We got a January 17th. I will. That's Good. What, well, he was, he was in witness protection, so he can't really <laughs> he talk can, about can't get, get it. He's not supposed it. to be in New York right now. I'm a 23-year-old female listener looking for some insight. My long-distance boyfriend and I have been together for a year and a half now. And the only bad thing I have to say about our relationship is that we live three hours apart. We take turns visiting on weekends when work schedules allow. So right now, we typically only see each other every two weeks we're talking about moving in together within the next year, and we've decided that it makes some more sense for me to come to his city. You got it? Got it. I'm following. Right now, uh, here's my only concern. Right now, every weekend we spend together is hot and exciting after having spent time apart. Sex is always best uh, on the best on the first night because it's filled with anticipation. The rest of the weekend consists of I missed you and so happy you're here. I'm worried that a big part of the spark in our relationship is because we're so excited to see each other after being apart. What if once we live together, things aren't the same? I know he loves me, but it's the flame that uh, is the flame going to die a little. My insecure self is here wondering if he's going to get tired of seeing my, my face every day, LOL. Would you love to hear what you think about this? Thanks so much. Uh, do you have a girlfriend? Yeah, my girl and I, we do long distance. I live in LA. She lives in New York, Jersey City. You know, Jersey City and... Um but my case is different because as a stand-up, as you know, yeah. Jared, we travel a lot. Yeah. So she can meet me on the road at gigs, and I have to be in New York because of gigs. Like, New York is the best place to... Sure. If things are dead in L.A., you fly to New York, and you hit the clubs. Do some clubs. So That's a good situation, yeah. too, because, you you know, you got your girl here. She's got a place. Right. So, you you know, you're comfortable here. It's 100%. like a home. 100%. So, I, I mean, what's... And she the, gets the plan. She gets what stand-up is. She gets sure. the... Sure. You got to be out all the time. You have to have an... I mean, whatever you do and whatever the situation is... You, I think when you're long distance like that, you have to over talk it out. Right. You almost have to talk it out to the point that it's not sexy. Right. Where it's like you're like you're saying you're like, you know, I have to travel. You know, like right. you're you're doing math with this shit. Right. It ain't romance. Right. It's like it's logistics. It's logistics. It's logistics. And you have to be on the same page of those logistics. Everything she said makes sense to me. I, I mean, some people are listening, going twenty three, moving in. Like, no, no, no. This is their situation. Um, if, if that's where you feel the relationship is at, that's where it's at. I do think you got to have a plan to move in or move to the same city. You got to see if this works. And I think that's the biggest thing. You can't be just because you move doesn't mean it will. And I think it's interesting, her fear of like the person getting tired of her. Yeah. That fear is going to come up regardless if she's long distance or not. Uh, absolutely. That yeah, that comes with any relate any next step in the yeah. relationship. Oh, we oh, we're now in a relationship. Are are we going to lose that fun that we had? Oh, now we're, you know, moving in together. Am I going to be able to be around this? Those are the, the you know, getting deeper in a relationship is vulnerability. Absolutely. Like it, it's not this could not work out. Absolutely. And and I think being okay with that reality makes you have a better relationship and i think that's the part she needs to really work on yeah is that fear that insecurity of like this person's gonna leave me sure because that's gonna haunt her any relationship absolutely absolutely you i know? mean 
the, here's the thing. We, she asks, um, are we to be excited? What if once we live together, things aren't the same? Guess what? They will not be, be the, the same. same. They won't. Change is tough. Change sucks. But change is uh, is how you get better. It's how, as a, you know, that's the only way. You're probably going to fight more. Be fight more, more, less sex, have fun doing that. You yeah, know, like, you know what I mean? Like, like there's going to be nights where you you hate sleeping next to this person. Sure. And that's the relationship. That's that's it. Like, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, I got in a, I got in an, I mean, the stories on this, on this show are going to ultimately be changing now because of the, I, you know, I was single for a long time. And now you're, now you're in it. And now I'm somewhat, you know, now I'm in it and it's like, you know, I love how men talk about commitment like that's how we are. You know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm in it. You know, I'm in it. We can't figure out the words to say like, yeah, like I'm in the fucking. I'm, uh, I, I'm, uh, I just joined up a war. You know, like I. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Yeah, join the gym. Let me see the membership card. Let, yeah, me see yeah. the, let me see the goddamn card. And then you know, I, I, we got in an argument. It, it's funny that like you're not beyond the cliches of a relationship. That's right. Mm-hmm. I met a woman. Talk, Jared. Open up. And mm-hmm. I'm here. I'm listening. I don't know. I Hold I me. guess I'll have to leave the dating apps. Tinder, Bumble. Tinder, Bumble, Hinge. Mm-hmm. I'll have to stop. All the lines you got to drop. All the cool lines you had. All those fun lines. Gone. All that flirtatious behavior. Mm-hmm. The bad boy in me the is winking. gone. The winking. The winking. All my winking. You were a hell of a winker. Got to put it in the safe. Got to pass it down to somebody else. Pass it to somebody. And now I have to be locked in. Mm-hmm. Now you got to think about somebody else before you buy groceries. That's right. A prisoner in my own mind. Can I eat all the pizza pie? Maybe I should save some. Got to buy eggs for tomorrow's breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. It's like you find out that you're not beyond these like cliches. Like you, you like we got in an argument and then later she like texted me was like, Oh, LOL, I had my period. I'm like, really? Like, like hold on. Hold on. Am I in, am I Kevin James now? Like, like this is a real thing that happens in relationships? Oh, Do you know man, what I mean? That's hysterical. Did, like, has that happened? That hasn't happened with me, but like, it's just one of those things where you look at her like that. That that doesn't excuse the behavior. No, like, we fucking. <laughs> I had. To, I was like thinking about this. Is this a real fight? Is this a real thing? I couldn't like. Remember when you like doing sex ed? Like a joke. The teacher when they were like, "Okay, this happens to girls. This happens to boys." He kind of like said half joking, half serious, like. You know, don't tell uh, your wife, girlfriend that uh, she's acting that way because she's on her period. She'll get mad, blah, blah, blah. blah. It's like, no, that should have been number one. Is this a period? I'm just going to walk away. And the thing is, like, when that comes up, she, you know, it's funny because, like, the, the right thing to do is, like, to say, hey, okay, listen, I understand that. What do you need to take care of yourself when this comes up again? Like, what do you need yeah, to take care of yourself? All also, right. walk away from me. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want to fucking talk to, you, talk to you right now in this fake fight. I got to fight with fucking science and nature. She's crampy and, yeah, you know, like, what the fuck? This mood. is my fault? Yeah, now it's your fault that yeah, you Yeah, that, that I, I, I looked the wrong direction. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, what the reason I bring it up is... Yes, things are gonna change. There's gonna be uh, there's gonna be a moment where you go, "This is what we're fighting about." You, you're gonna have the moment that I had, where it's like, "I don't even understand what the fuck is going on right, right. now." And you're gonna work through it because you guys are enjoying each other's company. And you, and there'll be a point where you'll go, "I'm done working through this." Right? Maybe. 
Right. And that's, but you have to do it or you don't. Right. You either move there, you figure it out, you see where the sex changes, it could get better. That's not, maybe the, maybe the excitement, and this is the problem with long distance that people don't want to admit to, is that you guys are living in a vacation. Mm. You see each other for these short spurts. You know when it begins. You know when it ends. And that's kind of not how life works. It's a great itinerary. It's a great great itinerary. itinerary. Yeah. So you're out of that lifestyle. It's going to feel different. It's going to be harder, but things will get better. Certain things will get better. Certain things will get worse. You won't. Finally, you won't have to talk about how. Oh, I'll miss you for a whole day. Right. You can. You can see if you guys actually have something to talk about. 100%. 100%. And I think there's nothing wrong with her addressing that reassurance need, like saying, hey, you know, I struggle with this, with this yeah. reassurance piece. Go like, talk to him. Just be like, hey. Um, and, and then also, you don't have to move in with him, but you also shouldn't stay with him if you're not willing to make that next leap. If that's what you want. If that's what you yeah, want. Yeah, if you want that and it's consistent with your plans. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Vladimir Camano. Yeah, me, yeah. At Laughing got, Vlad. At Laughing Vlad. Let me get these. We got to get some, um, some. We are sponsored people. That's great. It's great. I love this sponsor because I'm using it. I'm using it. What, so, is it. what is it? It's called Noom. Okay. N-O-O-M. It's that time of year New Year's resolutions kick off this year right and help get help staying on track to meet your goals with Noom. N-O-O-M. Instead of the typical resolutions with Noom, you'll lose the guilt um, as you learn to develop new relationship with food. Okay, let me explain what Noom is because I talked to them on the phone and I had already become a member before they became a sponsor. Noom is a great app where every day it keeps you on track to it, it's it's literally going to pop up on your phone with reminders to weigh yourself and to the food that you eat and you can plug in your food and it's going to and then they'll have little tidbits every day with a you can read it like basically 10 minutes a day on this app you're thinking more about your health and what you're doing with your food and how you eat like there was one day that you opened it up and it was like it was like what's better for you uh, a million grapes or a million raisins. Right. And then it went over how, you know, food with water and it has more density and will fill you up more versus the the food without water. The raisins. And, you're, and, and, and you're sitting there going, oh shit. Uh, I just learned something. The more knowledgeable you are, the better you are just in general. If you know to eat breakfast every morning and what to eat and how many calories go into it, this is all stuff. And, and Noom isn't really there to be a quick fix. Noom is there to be something that will help you learn and get better at all this. And we've all, and listen, I'm there with you. I'm there every year being like, this is the year that I don't have to fucking deal with this shit anymore. This is the year I'm not drinking 30 vodka sodas on a night. I want this to be the year. And, and don't, there's nothing wrong with resolutions. And I just love the way Noom does it. I love that it's about reading and slowing it down and learning and you can plug it the one thing that it has is weighing yourself every morning i used to think if you're trying to lose weight you should weigh yourself once a week right every morning you're weighing it well most people say when you weigh yourself when they have that moment where they start rubbing their forehead yeah oh god when the hell was yeah they don't even know who they are was, was carter in office was jimmy <laughs> carter <laughs> It takes the agony out of food tracking. It has one of the biggest food databases. I'll, I, I, I can speak to that. It has everything you'd ever eat 
in the fucking app. Super easy. Uh, you don't have to be a celebrity to have personalized training or your own support team. Your goal specialist is a behavior change professional, nutrition expert, and fitness trainer all in one. A community that's there for you. Group discussions with fellow new members. And you can do and not do whatever you want on the app. And so I really think this is like a game changer for helping you change your mentality. And I'm a user. So I'm going through it with you. Noom is designed for results. Meet your resolutions by signing up for your trial today at Noom. N-O-O-M dot com slash J-Train. N-O-O-M dot com slash J-Train. What do you have to lose? Visit Noom.com slash J-Train to start your trial today. Again, that's Noom.com slash J-Train. Start losing weight for good. That's their thing. Losing weight for good getting it have it's all habits that's all it is it also sounds like what you're saying when you slow something down you're able to see the choice as it happens that's right it's a choice that happens sure cake or or you know egg white Uh, exactly and and you know what i hope noom is here for a while because i really like what they do i'm i'm a fan here with vladimir kamano yeah yeah very happy to have him at laughing happy to be here brother get involved go follow Ooh, this oh, is this a is a long, long one. one. Holy, with evidence. And hot pictures. This one has like a dossier. <coughs> Let's is, do it. Is, I is, think we're ready. It's going to self-destruct after we op- uh, read this thing? Okay. Happy New Year. I've been listening to your podcast for months now. I absolutely love how honest you are with individuals who write you. I'm a huge fan of your content as well. As the U Up podcast, I have a dilemma, and I'm going to try and make this short and sweet and to the point. <laughs> you you know, haven't. Uh, you already yeah. failed that. Mm-hmm. I have actually written uh, into the other podcast, but it was very long, so I probably won't ever hear back from that one. A little background. 26-year-old female living in Atlanta. I've been online dating for many years now. I met this guy off Bumble back in July 2018. Okay, so last summer. He's new to Atlanta from Westchester, New York. Nice area. Moved down here for work. Jewish, and I am not, but I love that about him. I've always found Judaism. Boy. (laughs) It's got... Wow. I've always found the Judaism. Judaism. (laughs) It's a funny sentence. Uh, To be such an interesting religion, I love when he tells me new facts about it. From the beginning, he was always a gentleman, never really made anything about sex. He gave me time and always made me feel special in some way. But here's the thing. He has diabetes, which I never once judged him for, and I wanted nothing more than to learn about his disability. Are we calling that a disability now? No way. No, Shelby. (laughs) Diabetes is that a disability? I I don't think you can park. In a handicap spot with with diabetes, I don't think that's I don't think that's I think that's the difference between disability and not. Yeah, I don't think is you it can, is it an affliction? Maybe is it a? I would call it more a disease. I think it's a disease. They don't give you extra time on a test for diabetes. No, you know what I mean like disability. It's a condition. Condition. But notice how sensitive we are to talk about. This I know we don't want to offend anybody. Well, that's the thing. No one's smart enough. No it's one's di- as smart as people on Twitter. Is diabetes a thing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole diabetes community comes after us. We're very never, offended. Very offended. We're never. You're never as smart as the offended. <laughs> that's so fucking funny. It's fucking because I'm sitting here being like, I, I hope. I don't think it's a disability. I don't want to offend this guy. I, I if, I'm, is, she's snoring, there is snoring a disability? Yeah. It's not my father needs to. <laughs> is, is my problem with fucking needing <laughs> Noom a disability? I don't know. <laughs> However, I think due to his diabetes, he has a hard time staying erect. Oh. Or maybe it's a disability now. To me, now it's a dis- You can't get hard? Whoa. Get in that parking spot. Wow. That's a, You're that, in. Is that a disability? Not be able to get it up? Y- to me. 
Three, I had three men deciding whether not getting erect is a disability or not. This is, I feel like I'm Congress. It's great. In fact, of all the times we've got sexual, he never came once. I know he's embarrassed about it. The way we are sexually, I can just tell he lacks experience as well. Oh. Fast forward, October 2018, things get weird. He was distant and was fading on me right when I thought he was going to ask me to be his girlfriend. He did tell me he had a lot on his mind. I wanted to address his issues with staying erect, but now... See, let me stop her right there. I don't think guys break up over staying erect. We get ashamed about it. Shamed, but you'll stay with someone while ashamed if you want to be with them. Yeah, and you and you hope and pray that that that's not gonna that 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 they're not seeing you. They're not seeing you the way you see yourself. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You hope you see that they're a piece like of garbage. Like, yeah. Damn, I can't get hard. Yeah. Like, a piece of garbage. They. You hope that they're still in it. Yeah. But I don't think anyone's like. Well, I haven't gotten hard in months. Got to move on to a new chick. <laughs> like, if anything, you're happy to stay with the chick 100%, who's willing to stick with 100%. you. 100%. But how in the world would uh, could I even do that when we technically weren't even boyfriend and girlfriend yet? I started to become resentful. And I had emotion overload explosion, uh, emotion overload explosion on the guy. He ended up telling me the spark was no longer there for him. I honestly had no idea what that exactly means, but I feel like it was just an easy way out. Come December, he reached out to me via Snapchat and asked if I would be up for coffee or lunch soon. I took him up on the offer because I had still so many feelings for him. I like him a lot. He's just different than the other men I've dated. I could honestly see a future with him, as crazy as that may sound. It doesn't sound crazy. It, do, it doesn't sound crazy to say you see something with somebody. Um, it sounds crazy to blame this thing on... Nothing's crazy, but I'm saying it doesn't... The, it feels like the angle she's taking isn't the right one to me so far. Met for lunch, and he, uh, as, it was as if nothing happened. He did apologize, and at the end of our date, he told me he wants to give him a second chance. I never answered with a yes because I wanted to test the waters, and of course, I didn't want him to start from where we left off. We've been trying to date again, but nothing has changed. In fact, I would say things haven't improved from when we were starting. Uh, he was starting to distance himself. When a man says they want a second chance, you think they want to give more than a half-assed effort, Right, I I wanted to nothing more than to spend New Year's Eve with them. New Year's Eve with them. I mean, what guy wouldn't want to spend New Year's Eve with the lady they apparently like and want a second chance with? Our communication is terrible. I've told them recently. Um, we do not text. We do text almost every day, other than day other every other day, and majority of it is is his invitation initiation. We went silent on me for prior to New Year's Eve. At this point, we never discussed our plans. I feel like he was avoiding me or something. I was extremely just sad and upset about those days. I don't know, but this type of uh, shit really affects me emotionally. Mm -hmm. But if you knew me, I'm far from needy or clingy with men. Nothing is crazy about that. Nothing is crazy about that. No, you, uh, we're with you. I always do my own thing and try not to have my uh, any expectations, but it has been months since we started dating. I just have simple expectations, nothing unrealistic. And since he, he is the one who asked for a second chance, I thought... Things would be different mm -hmm. this time, and mm -hmm. I basically left the ball in his court. I sent him a text. I attached it to this to this email a day before New Year's Eve. I feel so dumb being vulnerable and telling him I was sad, and I hadn't heard from him, but I feel like we were playing games with each other. I'm so confused, or maybe I'm just in my head about it. His response, as you can see, is what is that we are not boyfriend and girlfriend. He is 100% correct. I agree, and I have never been dating, and I have been dating and sleeping with other men anyways. I don't by that 
I never want uh, put my eggs in one basket, but I oh maybe that's the case. But I like him a lot, and I want to become exclusive. I've been waiting for him to make the moves. I never responded to his text because it made me feel extremely stupid. We only hang out once a week, sometimes once or twice a week. I have not heard from him at all. I have no idea what to do, even do. I just want him to be a man. Hilarious in caps. It's hilarious. Exclamation point. I want him to step up, up to, to the, the plate. plate. What are you? This sounds like a mom. This sounds like shit her mom said to her. He needs to commit. He needs to be a man. Step up to the plate. That Jew needs to commit. <laughs> Which is basically her pride. Well, yeah, and I listen, we're making fun of her, but I agree with her. It's to a certain respect. And but maybe we, he's we, not the yeah. guy. I feel like he just doesn't know how uh, much about women. I don't know how much longer I can take with the emotions and anxiety I'm feeling, so here I'm asking for your advice. What should I do? Ignore the text and let him reach out to me. Move on. Clearly, our relationship isn't about sex, so what's the problem here? Am I asking for too much? Feather, feather. I hope to hear back soon. Also, I'd love to be fe- uh, featured on an episode oh, wow. where I could participate in a live phone conversation. Keep me in mind. We'll keep you in mind. Here's the text she sent. Hey, I miss you. I hope everything is okay, and I hope your weekend was good. This is the text she sent right, it's in blue. before it's, New Year's Eve. That's how you know with iPhones. It's in blue. In the blue. blue is clear. Blue is clear. Yeah. This is from her. Rich people. We got blue, blue I haven't even. I haven't heard from you in a few days, and honestly, it makes me very sad. I'm not sure what's going on, but it shouldn't be this way. He writes, hey, everything is okay. Common. I had a nice weekend. Hope you had a nice weekend as well. I had a guy's day with my friend yesterday. I'm sorry if you feel sad if we haven't talked in a few days, but I want to make it very clear. We are not boyfriend and girlfriend. Sometimes I need my own space. She also sent a picture of herself. She's very cute. She, the, there's nothing wrong with her. Um, what do you think? We have a, this is a long I email. Think, We've interjected think, a few times. I think uh, this guy, she wants more vulnerability from him, and she's not getting that, and she's mm. blaming herself. What did I do? What am I not doing differently? She and is taking a this what am I doing wrong right. perspective when both of us are sitting here being like, you put yourself out there. I, I don't really think she's done anything wrong. Not at all. And going back to him wasn't a mistake. You said, hey, I'm still here. It's kind of like what we talked about at the beginning of the show where it's like when you act honestly you are more able to be taken advantage of. And it takes courage to be honest. It takes courage. And what he's doing, and she brings up the stuff about the diabetes and getting erect, none of that has to do with what's going on. Correct. Like, the penis and the relationship can be separated. Mutually exclusive. I could see the penis and the relationship... To a certain point. To a certain... The problem can be the penis... But it also can't be. Like, we don't have... It's not always connected. Your Honor, clearly my client, the penis. <laughs> penis, stand up, please. He's clearly innocent. This man is... <laughs> this penis <laughs> is not a part of the death of this relationship. Right. It Speak. Is this guy, I could tell you exactly what's going on. I feel his Jewness in, inside of me. The Chaim. Let's talk, baby. The Chaim. He moved to a new town. He likes you just fine. But he's there to be single and get his shit together. And the reason he came back to you is because he was lonely. There was no one else going on. He had no one to text, no one to talk to. And the thing when you're alone, you go back to the person you just came from. Who bought from my store before? Who's a warm call? There's cold calls and warm calls. Who replies to my emails? Yeah, let me see. Who replies? Yeah. And I'm not saying you're stupid for replying. But I'm saying the minute he wasn't 
you know, going up the relationship mountain, you got to say, hey, he's going to be camping here at base camp for a while. And the thing is, like, you can only offer your hand so much. You yeah. You horse to water, make him drink. If you're on the mountain going, hey, I know you struggle to hike, but I'm willing to hold your hand while you do it. Sure. And it seems like he's not meeting her halfway. You he's know? not trying. And, and when he texts, we are not boyfriend and girlfriend on New Year's Eve. That is him saying, I will call you, don't call me. And I, I'm sorry to say that because I do genuinely feel for her because she's there. She's with him. She's, she's like, we have a connection. But I'm going to say to you right now, this ain't the guy. And Or he's not at the right place for you right now. No, he's not it, the right time for him. But I don't think like, he's going to get to that place. Right, either. I, right. I, I honestly don't. She's in a position where she's literally like her text is so nice. Her text is, "Hey, I miss you." Yeah, and I'm sad. I'm sad. This That's isn't how feelings. it should be. That's naming feelings. But I, I think her perspective is off when she's like, "He needs to step up and be a man." He will step up and be a man for someone. It's not going to be you. Right. What, for whatever reason that is, that ha- that reason of his honestly isn't as personal to her as she may think it might be. Right. Because she wants answers. She even said earlier in the email, she's like, she's like, I that that the spark isn't there. That's pretty not. That's not. That's not vague. What more explanation do you want? It's painful too, man, because you can see this person really trying to create a space yes. where they can be happy together, and to not get reciprocated. It drives you crazy. It drives you crazy. It drives you crazy. And you're wondering like, oh, oh, maybe if I shift this way, shift that way. No, 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 no. You're dealing with someone who's not playing basketball. You're playing a game one-on-one against nobody. They're That's not even a playing. a great example. Dude, you're playing catch with somebody who isn't there. Isn't there. You're and trying. you're waiting for that ball to be thrown back and you got to go up and get it yourself. You got to go fucking walk over there. Pick and you're up the doing ball. that for months and you're like, wait, and then you see it. You're like, I'm throwing a baseball. And then, yeah. And then every now and again, they'll show up and catch the baseball, but then they'll throw the glove on the ground and go in and, and have you feel lunch. grateful because they came back for that yeah. little bit, throw a baseball at you. Sure. It's crazy. It's it's um, it's sad. I, it's sad, but this is like a very normal situation too. Yeah, absolutely. Like, this happens all the time. Someone's there for it. Someone else isn't there for it, and they're going, oh, well, "Why am I? What's what am I missing? You're not missing anything." And she put I, the picture in to say like, to, she, she's trying to see like, is it the way I look? Like no, not, no, at, all. not, not at, all. at all. Not at all. And and what I would do if I was her, I would text the guy, "Hey, I, like I would go back to this text, hey." It's clear to me that we're looking for two different things. Because she wrote, clear we're not boyfriend and girlfriend. Sometimes I need my own space. That is, f- I would write back, that is fine. We're clearly in two different places looking for two different things. I would appreciate you never reaching out to me again. I don't think you're a bad person, but I think you handled this badly. And then, oh. and then end it off because you always want to you know, leave on the high note. I wish you the best in whatever you do. Yeah. Wish and, you the uh, best. Wish you the best. I hope I hope you find happiness and joy and blah blah blah. Yeah, and and that's all you can do, and all you can do is move on. And I think also girls like this end up finding someone very quickly. Like I think the ones she like she's doing the dance moves in the ballroom dance, right? And there's someone out there that's like, I'm ready for someone with the moves, right? You, you know, want, you want like, a partner. You want yeah. yeah. You, so, want, you but, can't dance alone. But these people, because I've dated a lot of girls like this, where the where I'm this guy. And I'm like, I can see they're like the, the erections. I I'm this guy. I never got erect. I I don't even have diabetes. <laughs> so, no disabilities. I don't even have a disability. No, no disabilities. Right. So I I I've been this guy where I'm like I'm watching. They know all the moves of a relationship. 
I know they know the moves. I know they want to do the moves with somebody, and I know I'm not that guy. So I put up this front, and I just say, oh, I'm, you try to be, I am not looking for a relationship, but I will get blown. You know, it's like, you that's all to- he left out of this text. I do not want to be boyfriend and girlfriend, but I will use you when I'm lonely. It's a transaction for him. It is. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. We are sponsored, people. I love this sponsor. <laughs> Mapalim. Mapalim. Love Mapalim. It's the first direct-to-consumer male wellness and lifestyle brand, giving guys everywhere access to luxury grooming and lifestyle essentials such as hair care, skin care, beard care. This is the perfect New Year's gift you can get your guys. So listen, I have all the Mapalim products. What I love about this company is that it is an elevated product. This ain't just the regular, you know, uh, you know, you know, the stuff that comes to your door, the regular razors that every dude has. This is smell good, feel good products that come straight, straight from the different coasts of Italy, France, Greece, Turkey, and Spain. Okay? They're handcrafted, elevated, beautiful. The packaging is nice. This is something, if you're a guy listening, that a girl walks in your bathroom and goes, this guy thinks about how he puts himself together. He cares about himself. He cares. He cares about himself. He's not just going to the regular. It doesn't say, the, the soap on the wall isn't, you know, man splooge. This is- Ball, ball wash. Yeah, ball wash. wash. It's not a 14-year-old soap. This is high-end wellness care that you can put on that you can feel good about putting on your body because it's natural ingredients from the coast of italy france greece turkey spain they have a story when a girl goes in your bathroom opens up the medicine closet she's gonna go whoa this is a man not a boy or even family mothers are gonna go my what is this what is this oil you have he's grown up yeah he's he's a man now the Mediterranean locales have been using these ingredients for thousands of years, and it's now becoming a growing trend among guys who want to become more conscious about what they use on their hair and skin. I use the stuff. The hair oil, the beard oil is amazing, smells good. The soaps, the shampoos, amazing. The hair paste, come on, people. The hair paste, you can tell, is handmade because I've used paste before. And usually it's the same consistency. It feels like it's made in the same shop. Yeah. You, like it's hard and yeah. you have to like dig your nail in to try and get some. You wash out. your hands after you put it on. Exactly. You know what I mean? This one isn't thick. It feels like it was mixed by a, an old grandma on the coast of Italy. Yeah. It's like, like whipped it, whip cream. Yeah. It's like creamy. Yeah. I've never put hair paste in my hair like this, but then it works. It's creamy and good. It makes it, it really gives life and volume. I saw Jared's hair on New Year's, the day before New Year's Eve. And it That's was right. It was looking good. Bringing it. Mapalim is all about the Mediterranean lifestyle of enjoying good things in life, the pleasure of simple luxury, indulging the things you love, taking that extra minute in the morning to invest in yourself. These are products that make you feel good about putting them on your body. I use his bathroom before the podcast, and he has them. He has them in the shower. Everywhere. He's not not lying. So get your grooming essentials at mapalim.com. That's M-A-A-P-I-L-I-M.com. Promo code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN for 10% off and level up your grooming game. So that's mapalim.com, promo code JTRAIN. Let me say it again. Mapalim.com, promo code JTRAIN, M-A-A-P-I-L-I-M.com. JTRAIN's the promo code, 10% off. Get that free money. Let's do some more. This is awesome. Let's help some people. Listen to this. 
Okay. Sweden, I've been there. This is someone from Sweden. I'm happy listening. You've been to Sweden? Mm-hmm, but Stockholm, Gothenburg. Well, my girlfriend, last September. This is more of a personal email. They wanted a song by, they wanted me to play a song. What do we think, Shelby? Shelby just rolled his eyes very hard. What song? I'm going to forward this to Shelby. Yeah, if we can't answer, maybe we'll, we'll, play definitely, it. we'll definitely get you to the right Maybe resource. we'll play it at the end. Okay? But I've just forwarded it to Shelby. How to, so how much time we got left? We got time for another email? One more email. We'll do one more email. Need some real J-Train wisdom. ASAP Rocky. In, in caps. You want to read this one? Let's do it. Let's, let's, let's up this Okay. Out. Hola, J-Wizard. Thanks for providing endless laughs throughout the years. I hope 2019 brings you endless feathers for your testicles. Good start. Great start. A little background on my sitch. I'm on the right of side of 25 living in NYC. I had strictly been friends with this girl for the majority of my college years. Always thought she was fun, cool, and hot. She was dating someone pra- practically all, all of college, and I had messed around and I had messed around with a couple of her friends throughout my four years, so it was never going to happen. We both lived close to each other when we graduated in the city, hang out on occasion with other friends, but there was never an indication we would hook up. She was still with the college boyfriend throughout our first year in the city, and when she wasn't with him, she was seeing another guy. Fast forward to October this year, we see each other after a long hiatus and have a great time together, and Spark was definitely felt. Definitely didn't hook up that night, but two weeks later, a few friends and I decided to head to Brooklyn to go to a late-night EDM show. Coincidentally, she is at the pregame for it, and the spark continues almost immediately. Substances were imbibed. Drinks were drank, and by the end of the night, we were doing the no-pants dance. Since we were already solid friends before, it wasn't awkward. The next morning, is 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 it normal to not be awkward? Yeah. The problem with having sex with someone you're friends with is that it's so... It can be so not awkward that you're like, is this love? Is this love? You know, like, and, and then you're not, sh- you're like, then yeah. you move too quick. I think it moves too quick sometimes, but, and even took a stroll through Central Park oh, and on, had man. breakfast this is, together. This is like love here. What's going on? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. This is, it's, you're like, you're not sure if it's all there. Like, I do understand you, you having sex with a friend. You're like, all right, well now we're friends and we have sex. This should be it. But then it's never that simple. This next line is actually funny because it's just what you were saying. I had the feeling this would move quickly. And I wasn't, <laughs> see, I told, I've done this before. And I wasn't mad at that considering I was always kind of had a thing for her. Over the past few months, we have been hooking up with regularity, going on dates, each other's companies, Xmas parties, oh, chatting, FaceTiming, calling practically every day. She's cool and cute. And, I, and I mentioned, like I mentioned, I like spending time with her, but there are two kickers. A, she's the worst influence oh. ever. Total party girl with a good job so she can afford this. I have never felt more unhealthy and unproductive in my Damn. life. I'm a full-time writer, musician, so writing and being creative daily is necessary. But often I find myself sleeping away the day after being with her. Anytime I want to have a chill night, she's either j- she'll either ditch or convince me otherwise. It's exhausting and she gets a little too crazy when she's out. Might relate due to y- your comedy career and have to be uh, and having to be creative. This B. Should we handle A first? Let's see what B is. I think they tie in together. B, the sex isn't great. It's gotten better over the months we've been seeing each other, but I often find myself having to think about other women in order to finish, which is embarrassing and should not be happening if she's a girlfriend. I often find myself wanting to end it before anything gets too serious. 
the hard thing about this is she is friends with all my other friends. And while I don't think it would be crazy awkward, it would definitely take some getting used to. And I may alienate some of the friends. What would you do in this situation? How would you handle the breakup? Um, I obviously just can't ghost her, I, but I want to remain friends and want to potentially end cordially. What do you think? I think let's take the word breakup out of this. Take it out of it. Take the word breakup out of it. Okay. What we're talking about is a conversation. Because you sure. say breakup, it becomes a whole thing. You start assuming what the other person's going to say. Sure. I love that advice. Let's just have a conversation. The first yeah. piece is his career. <clears throat> he needs to figure out how to talk that with her yeah. so that she can support him in that. Give her the opportunity to support you. Mm. Don't just break up with her. Like Give her the opportunity to say, hey, this is what I'm trying to do. You know. See, I, I hear what you're saying. Right. I think calling it a conversation is great. Right. I think... He has decided they're gonna break uh, up. Okay. You can see at the end of this email, he goes from "Should I break up?" to "How should the breakup?" How should the happen? breakup go happen? So, I think when you've decided, the right thing to do for the other person is to end it as soon as you can, because it sounds like he's decided. Like it sounds like he's said. Because the minute you start, and I've done this, the minute you start being like. Well, what will happen with the friends? What will happen with my career? The minute you start thinking of all the other things that aren't in your relationship, that's the minute you've beyond the relationship. You're thinking about the relief. You're thinking, of, yeah, exactly. You're thinking of the escape plan before you know all the shit that got that you know the real thing. I want to offer this guy something to think about, though. <clears throat> Go. When she goes out and you say no to her, how does mm. he feel? Does he feel guilty about that? Does he feel like like he should be out with her? Mm. Because sometimes what happens is like you're not okay not going out with her. So yeah. you get resentful off a situation that you created. Maybe she's okay with you staying home. Yeah. And you're getting resentful because you think you have to be out with her every night, and you don't. Yeah, how does he feel? Because he writes, she ditches him. Yeah, she ditches him. Like, Do you feel ditched, or do you feel like, good, I'm happy she's Because in her mind, fun. she's like, hey, I invited you out. You said yeah. no. That's not a ditch. That's not a ditch. That's you feeling bad about her leaving. Interesting. That's a deeper issue. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's going to happen in yeah. any relationship. So anytime a girl ditches you, you're going to feel the same way? Well, that's like a confidence issue, too. Right, that's like right. A, that's like a FOMO thing where right, you're like, right. oh, oh, what am I missing? Do you need to be out every night? Like, she, you said she has a good-paying job. She can go out whenever she wants. If she can handle her own partying, you should love her for handling her own party. Exactly, Jerry. It exactly. Shouldn't, it shouldn't be like, oh, well, you're, t you're too much... But to me, that's also him saying, right. this isn't a match. Right, right. Which could be, maybe they're not compatible. That, yeah. That's also the other thing. Like, you know, don't judge her for your problems. That's what I'm saying. In the, in the that's relation. what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 don't, yeah. Don't beg him mad at her. She's yeah. like, yo, I got a good job. Yeah. I want to go out. I go out. I party. And listen, I see eye to eye with him where it's like, you don't want to, you know, especially with comedy, with right. doing music, there's no nine to five. No. So a lot of people don't respect your time. They'll go, well, during the day, you just sleep all day. And I'm like, well, we did three hours of podcasts. And, you know, like, I was and, up till four in the morning. Out like, till four in the morning. And I was train got delayed. There was a, a rest in, in the, on the. Sure. And it's like, no one, no one respects the time of the person that has no clock in. The artist is always looked at as lazy. Like, you're just like lazy. And, and they'll say, well, I, I don't want to, why do I always have to make the time for your work? And you're like, that's not what I'm saying. You know, it becomes a power thing. It becomes a power thing where it's like, well, why do I? I'm always the one to change. Well, you can't change. Correct. You're, like you, you, your job stays nine to five every day. That doesn't change right. for me. You have to. You're saying I can't change for your after school Correct. activities. So it's like, 
It's the same Th- thing. That all being said. Same thing. You just said it. Same thing. Yeah. She's getting mad at you and you're like, hey, you can come to my show if you want. Yeah. You're free to come to my gigs. Sure. I, you're not ditching her. No. You're going to work. You're going to work. So, and, and so like when you say to her, hey, I got to write today. The, maybe you need to be better at making your time. But that's the, but this is kind of going back to the original point is like when you start saying, dude, you have the ability to say no. Right. You have the ability to, to, to structure your day. Correct. Where you do your job and you don't have to be with her. And she may even like you more for that. Absolutely. And you're not doing it. You're blaming her because you're looking for an out of the relationship, which just means fucking end it. Go to her. The friends will figure it out. All the friends will figure it out. None of your friends, no one cares that much about you as much as you care about you. So the friends will look at you and go, yeah, it's a little awkward. And you'll say to her, hey, in the conversation you have, you go, hey, I enjoy your company, but this is a relationship. I, I feel us going to a next step. And I don't want to take that step. Compatibility is an issue for this guy. Yeah. The, the, the compatibility thing is really affecting him. Yeah. Are so, we compatible? Hey, I've been having fun with you, but I don't see us taking a next step. I feel like we should end this now before it gets even more messy than it has to be. Um, I hope we can be cool around our friends. I know that it will take time, but for now we have to end it because I can't move forward with you if this goes longer. Right. And that's it. And again, and she and be be prepared for her to have a rebuttal. Yeah, she's gonna say, "Well, maybe I can change. Maybe I can." Do. And the the problem becomes when when you blame it on her partying, she'll go, "Well, I'll do less. I'll I'll." She'll try to change her life. No, 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 no. I am not being myself with you. And she may even ask you, "What's your problem with my partying? Do you not trust me?" Yeah. Like, be prepared for her to have a reply because she is. That's why I wouldn't even bring that up. Right. Like like that's her life. That's the way she wants to live it. I can see that I can't live a lifestyle with you because I'm not ready for the relationship that could to go further. Right. Boom. Because all of this, you know, the sex isn't great. That's not something you should say either. Hey, let me just tell you, the sex ain't great. It's not about the Which sex. Which could be, you know, his feelings, his feelings, because he, he, he put it as A and B. Sex may not be great because your feelings about A. Yeah. Like when you feel resentful towards a person. And when you don't feel good about how you're being nah, creatively, man. how you're doing with work, the sex is never going to be great. You don't feel like a man. Yeah. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Vlad Camano, thank you for coming on, man. Dude, I, I really enjoy this. You really, you really, you know, you're really doing your best to Thanks, read these emails man. with care and helping people. This, Dude, is, we, this is great. I mean, we got so many here. This is great. Um, we'll get to more next episode, but I'm happy you came on at Laughing Vlad on Instagram and Twitter. Go follow laughingvlad.com is where you can find all his shows. He's, uh, he's in LA and New York. That's right. You can find him. We're journeymen, baby. Shelby, you got any news? We do have some news. Let's do some news. <laughs> We've talked about ghosting. We've talked about ghosting. Do you, uh, you ever ghost anybody, Vlad? Um, I have never ghosted anybody. Never. Never. We've also talked about submarining. What is submarining again? That is when you're... You're not really committing to the date, but you're like, go away, and then you go, oh, hey, what's up? And then you kind of back off. It's like, why? what do you want here? I kind of consider what this guy did in the email where the Jewish dude from Atlanta that Snapchatted her, to me, that's zombieing. I like that. Zombie. Ghosting is you go away. Zombieing is you come back from the dead. Submarining is you never make a date, but you just kind of pop up every now and again, right? 
Okay, so what do we got? There's a new one. Oh, shit. Orbiting. 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 I've been talking about orbiting for years. The gum? No, what is it? <laughs> what have you? What do you think? I usually say it's when guys just keep talking to you over text. I called it hovering with like they're like a like they're a helicopter. So they'll just keep texting, right, texting, right. texting. Almost like a yeah, just like sitting. a like a hype man, just kind of around you all the time. Right. Just a, okay. I'm just gonna hover around, and then you just hover around until all of a sudden, all of a sudden they're like, "Well, I'm out on Saturday," and then you fuck, and then you go away. He's just an orbiter. Fly that helicopter away. <laughs> is that what it is? It is not. Oh shit! Oh. What's orbiting? Orbiting. You've been ghosted by somebody. Okay. Went on some dates. They stopped texting you completely. Yet they keep liking your stuff on social media, Ooh. giving you a retweet here and there. See, I don't like the name for that. Hmm. That's more like. What's the word for that, Jerry? What's the word for that? I would call that. I, I, to me, that's 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 poking, a poker, a poker. Like you're just sitting there, like you've already fucked, and then you're just nudging. You're right. the nudge. You're the nudge. You're nudge. You're nudger. That's the nudge to me, right, Shelby? Because you're touching them in a certain way. Because what you're doing is you're like, I know you enough. I've gone away, and then every now and again, you're just poking at their little side fat. <laughs> like the little fat yeah yeah Pillsbury Doughboy Pils- you're Doughboy you're Doughboy yeah Pillsbury Doughboy because and, and it's just a touch for you to go who's touching me oh that person and then it's gone what do you want it, who's doing this now people it's the people. new term it's the new term we're changing the term I don't like orbiting because orbiting implies that you're just fl- flying around but you never come in contact with a person like the moon Orbits the Earth. Okay, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I guess I guess if you, if your social media is your planet and this guy's always liking your stuff, isn't that kind of a version of orbiting? Like they're kind of always around your orbit. I'll call it a touchdown more than I call it an right. orbit. Right. Right. Because you're you're really you're touching down, lifting off, touching down, lifting, lifting off. off. You know, it is. And listen, I've been that person. I've I've orbited. I've nudged. I've I've poked. I've prodded. <laughs> I've I've done it all. I I, I hear In where fact, the I have a class on Tuesday. If anyone's interested, we're gonna the have reason orbiting. guys do this though is because they don't want to be a dick. So they think, and I've given this advice on this podcast where it's like they're like, we fucked. I don't know what to do. I don't want to like end it with them, but I don't want to like necessarily just disappear. So you just like 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 until you disappear like a fart. The classic slow fade. It's like it's a slow fade. Slow fade. Yeah. It's like a slow fade, like a haircut. The classic slow fade is like a haircut. The classic slow fade is when you when you hook up and then you text a little less every week until you fade off into the it's mist. It's almost like coming off of antidepressants. You yeah. Know, 30, 27, <laughs> 2.5 every week. That's make sure right. you don't get the side effects. Exactly. You're trying to control her withdrawal symptoms. Yeah. <laughs> Do we have any other news? Here's a story that could be divisive. Uh-oh. Depending on how you think about it. If, if it's pro... If it's pro straws with my name on it, I'm going to love it. All for that. That's a reality. (laughs) Well, Hal Vaughn was a little sad that his daughter, Pierce Vaughn, was going to be alone on Christmas Day. I already hate their names. Okay. Who is this? this? These are people. People. (laughs) Might be sad if you're a kid. So Hal Vaughn has a daughter, Pierce Vaughn. Mm -hmm. 
And Pierce was going to be alone on Christmas Day? All alone on Christmas Day. Was she McAllister? What's going on? But here's the twist. Pierce Vaughn is a flight attendant. Oh. And would be flying all day. So Hal's an older dad. Mm -hmm. Pierce is is a woman. She looks to be in her 20s. And she's working as a flight attendant. For Delta. For my... Your my, alma mater. My alma mater, Delta. Ameri- I fly American. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, I fly American. I fly American. Oh, I, gotta, I didn't know before. That's for another here. time. I had no, That's for another I, time. I'm not happy about that. Yeah, this, this is a Delta household. Okay. So to cheer his daughter up, he booked tickets on every flight she was on that day. I think that's the sweetest story I've ever heard wow. in my entire life. Wow. Also, where's mom in the picture? Do we have a? <laughs> what if it was just Hal's just a serial cheater, and he was like, "I got a woman in every town. This is a good, sweet way to look like I'm like cool." And the woman in every town loves it. <laughs> oh, lo- she's oh. his daughter. Oh. And he thought about me. And, and this between. is the greatest scheme in hookup history. Hal's just fucking in every city on Christmas Under Day. Under the guise. <laughs> this is a great Vince Vaughn comedy. And he stays at his daughter's hotel. <laughs> he stays at, he uses his daughter's hotel in every one of the places. Because she gets a place to stay in every city. He invites all the... Ah. And then the montage of different older women with different dress in different parts of the country. Like in Arizona, she's got like, you know, like like a lot of turquoise on. And then at the end of the movie, his daughter has to catch him. And he yes. realizes the whole thing was a, was a ruse. Uh, and, and then they, and they never realize really connected no yeah you wouldn't like what if you were uh, doing shows all night and your mom was like i don't i want i don't want jared on christmas to be alone let I, me book a front row seat I, I would think it was nice but i'd also be like uh-uh although as you get older mm. you look at that and go man i really wish i did that with my mom wish i brought her out with me i i wish i don't <laughs> <laughs> i'm fine well also i don't have christmas i don't think about Chris- like to me christmas is my favorite holiday. It's a work night. It's a work night. It's a work night. It's a work night. It's also my favorite holiday of the year. I don't have to do shit for anybody. Chill out. Nothing. Chill. Hang. Me and the Asians. No 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 commitments. Nothing. Nothing. That's my favorite holiday of the year. You don't have to worry about gifts. No gifts. And and also knowing that other people are worried about gifts. And you're just chilling. Chilling. So now that's what makes warms my heart most of all is knowing (laughs) other people are having a shitty day. And it's I not a, yeah. am in my socks. Fucking hands in pants, <laughs> hands on balls, <laughs> hanging. That nothing makes me smile more. It's not enough that my that other people are, are having a day, but it's the shittiest day. That it creates a sense of privacy about your life. That is the Jewish American dream. <laughs> is knowing that other people are like, well, did I get the right gift? And I'm sitting there going, Fuck off, everybody. <laughs> Nothing to do. Just hang. Can't wait for Christmas. Can't wait. And the whole time you're listening to Christmas music in the house. I'm loving <laughs> my life. These are a few of my favorite things. <laughs> yeah, and then it's just a montage of people yeah, yeah. running to places. <laughs> Literally the idea of someone running through an airport when I don't have to. Man, that is pure joy. Love it. Happy Hanukkah Marv. Marv. <laughs> that's, a, that's my favorite line. Of uh, that's how you know Jews are in Hollywood when there's in in a Chris Columbus movie about Christmas they got to work in the funny line where it's like Merry Christmas in in Home Alone when he goes Merry Christmas Harry Harry and, and then the big reveal 
Happy Hanukkah, Hanukkah. Mark. <laughs> and you're like, love it. <laughs> it's the best line of that whole fucking movie. Who wrote that? I want to find the guy. I need to find that guy. <laughs> Who punched that up? Well, I guess shout out to Hal Vaughn. Ha- shout out to Hal and all the fucking you did on Christmas. And shout out to Delta for hooking that up for you. And chat. Look, we might have we might have switched someone over today. You know what I mean? How, uh, how I, American are you? What's, I'm a platinum pro. I'm a platinum. I'm third tier. So America has four levels. I'm on the third tier. I, I think I'm in the same. Or second, depending on the math, how you look at it. I don't know how you I'm know. on the same level. I'm right below the highest one. Like me too. Same thing. Yeah. And it's and the, I had that realization midway through December. I was like, I'm not going to make it. I think, I, I think I'll be platinum, but not platinum pro when I get back into 2019. It, I'm platinum for the year. But now the most depressing thing was New Year's Day. I looked at my Delta app, all the graphs. Went down. Down to zero. And you got to call your agent. Get, get me on the road. I got to get on the road. I got to get these so miles, goddammit. I got to get these miles. When I, you I, get upgraded, do you, do you, look at, you sit down on the flight and go, who do I text? Oh, I tweet. I tweet <laughs> oh, all tweet? day. But, and I start ordering. <laughs> Open bar in the sky. You kidding me? I'm game on. If I get it, on, the best is when you get the upgrade on the way home. Because you're coming home to no responsibility. It's the best. It's so the you're best. like, I am going to be fat and happy. It's the best, man. That's the best. It's Way the one there, time, I can do whatever. Yeah. It's the one time I want the flight to take as long as possible. Take your time. When they got the lay flat seats, I'm like, take Dude. as long as... They, we are delayed. You're fine. We came you're back fine. from... I came back from Dallas. Uh, we did a live you up in Dallas and then flew back first class. And we had a... They were like, okay, there's a storm in New York. We got to land in Virginia. And then we're going to hang there and then go to New York. I'm like, do whatever do you'd you like. Do, do whatever you like. Keep the drinks flowing. Keep it going. Well, then they wouldn't serve me while on the ground. They're like, we're not allowed. And I had that embarrassing moment. I'd be like, hey, can I get a drink? And they're like, we're done, sir. <laughs> like, we don't have that going on right now. But what does the ground have to do with you <laughs> yeah, serving me? Yeah, what I, I thought it was like all, everything got paused. The it math like, makes no yeah, sense. It made no sense. Well, Shelby, thank you for bringing the news. Thanks for having me. Classic Shelb on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Uh, go follow him. Vlad, thank you for coming on. Hey, bro, I appreciate have you having you me on, man. Th- th- I, I wrote you a text. You, by the way, man, we got this together, so I appreciate it. Of course. At Laughing Vlad on Instagram. Go follow. Super funny. Awesome. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Tuesday and Friday. We'll be back next week. Boom.